and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Matt Nas, you're chowing down on some, some popping corn. Oh, I got some sweet and salty, baby. Oh, there we go. Well, Matt... It's good that you brought snacks, because we got one hell of a record for you today, my friend. It's Doubt the Dosage by Addiction, a.k.a. Addiction Crew. They were introduced to us by a listener, Ricky Danger, a.k.a. Sheamus. A lot of a.k.a.s in this app. And uh, basically, this band was called Addiction. Then they became Addiction Crew. We are not really sure how to refer to them. We'll figure it out as the album goes there's along. A lot, there's a lot to learn about lots, this band. Lots to learn. So we're going to be diving all into this record. But first, we have got to talk about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? Who is? So we, you know about it. We did the Juggalo Hundo. Juggalo Hundo. 100. And the feedback was overwhelming. That's the only word I can use. Overwhelming. I loved it. We got so many messages, comments, emails, People coming out of the woodwork, people who'd never heard of the show before, who were very happy that we gave ICP their due and really listened to the record and respected it. And we're glad that the... Because we were nervous, I think, a little bit. We didn't want to come in too hot. Didn't wanna, we that. didn't want to be net in holes. No, exactly. we did not. But we came very hat in hand. We did. So we got a lot of feedback. We're not going to do it all because then this would literally be a 50-minute who's tweeting. So we we went through. Jenny and I took our new metal katanas and just <laughs> trimmed out some comments. So a we're going to start off. Ruthless call. <laughs> new ruthless. metal katanas. New yes. metal katanas. We have them. Uh, all right. First, I'm going to read these because okay. Cameron Lamance went to high school with him. Oh, he was a juggalo. Uh, Cameron Leman says FTFO is his second album. His first solo album is Fuck Off. I'm assuming that's Shaggy Too Dope. There we go. Uh, he uh. also says a juggaho is an insult, and that's why it failed probably. And mm. the out of focus cover was the Terror Wheel, a cover they stole from Moby. I was my mentions were blowing up. Everyone's like Terror Wheel, Terror Wheel. Like days later, Lauren, your sister had the Terror Wheel. Lauren, wake up. Your sister had the terror reel on CD. That is the CD you saw. Everybody, thank you. I've never <laughs> felt so cared about. <laughs> um, Jax Lawson said, oh, man, as soon as I heard that intro, it's the summer of 99. I'm driving a white 1987 Mercury Grand Marquis with red velvet interior, purple interior lights throughout, and a disco ball hanging from the dome light. The thing's a boat. It's like driving around in your living room. I'm cruising back roads for hours around my boring Midwestern hometown, and this is what's coming out of the speakers when it's not the Cottonmouth Kings. Like, I didn't even know I had so many memories of this album, but I can sing along with pretty much every song. What a trip. Thank you, Jax. Thank you. Jake Leach says three words. Juggalo. Champion shit. Wrestling. Champion shit. Wow. Um, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to research any further. I feel like that those three words on their own. Perfect. No need to know more. Uh, Mike, uh, we still don't know how to pronounce this last name. Tell Hoverluck. us. Hoverluck. 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 Said so. 
I'm someone who briefly listened to ICP, at least enough to have a Riddlebox shirt and have bought this on release day, then just as quickly about face to anti-Juggalo status. I think the Juggalo persona slash group slash whatever is just a bit much. I think my official exit was the ICP Cold Chamber Biohazard show. When I got there, looked around and was like, yeah, I should go. That said, hell of a show, despite the quick exit of CC from the bill. I wonder, though, helping them stay stable and profitable over the years, how many others have been turned off. With that said, this was a more than interesting revisit many years later. If nothing else, I may have to revisit some of the older stuff I had on CDRs back in the day and see how they hold up. I left harder than I expected and remembered far more lyrics than I'd like to admit. All right, Jenny, Matt. Yeah. Let's let's break this down. Mike. It's us. It's the Roach Coach Podcast. Hey, Mike. We're talking to you. We're talking to you directly right now. We're talking to you directly. I want to just, I don't want to use your words against you. So I'm just going to use your words. You bought this on release day. You own a Riddlebox shirt. You went to an ICP show, said, oh, I don't think so. Stayed for the whole thing. Dude, you're a juggalo. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Don't joke us, guys. Oh, no. It's okay. It's okay. Everybody's got a little juggalo in them. Yeah. Uh, Especially us now. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Daniel Hedger says, great episode and a long time coming. I know you don't usually put albums into the cultural context of the time, but I think it would have been cool to talk about how ICP were basically treated in the media (laughs) as a new metal band, probably because the rap world didn't want them. I remember reading an interview with them in Metal Hammer magazine, and my friends would listen to them. Uh, my friends who would listen to Limp Bizkit, et cetera, were also into ICP. It's bizarre. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, really helpful comment yeah. I just made. <laughs> I, I remember, remember, Daniel. I remember. Uh, Greg Alexander Neville said, To make up for no clown paint, I demand photos of Matt in full West Borland makeup the next time you cover Limp Bizkit. Ooh, we, we read that too late. Do that. We read that one too late. That didn't happen. Um, so sorry. I'm gonna have to figure something out because people want feel, you in the face paint, man. I well, I feel like I owe it to him. I feel like I have built it up too much. I gotta talk to our good friend uh, Jen Hansen and see if we can turn something yeah. out. Matt, this is my request. Yep. I would like you. I don't want to know when you're gonna do it. I just want you to be in clown paint one day when I show up here. <laughs> Doesn't matter the up. I just want the surprise. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I'd be, I would, yeah, I'd be very excited about that too. So yeah, no pressure. Whenever you're feeling it, you I know. love it. All right, all right. Um, Jenny, who else? We got? Oh, Ronnie Neely says another great episode from Pancake, White Trash, and Necromaster. <laughs> <laughs> Loved listening to this one while getting that. Dead squish. Oh boy. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Seriously though, props to Matt for bringing a lot to the episode. Thanks. Perhaps more than any other episode. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, Whoa. Slipping, <laughs> he had me dying the whole time with the random scream laughing and the clown voice. <laughs> <laughs> also, thanks to Lauren and Jenny for listening to this fucking thing three plus times. I could barely do it this one time. Heart. In terms of albums to do next that aren't new metal, you guys reference Marilyn Manson quite a bit. Would love to hear you delve into one of his albums, either Antichrist Superstar or Golden Age of Grotesque, which is maybe a bit more in the new metal realm than the heavy electronica influence, and it's probably his most silly in terms of lyric and themes. 
I wasn't allowed to listen to Marilyn Manson when I was a kid, so I don't know any of these. So, um, someone lent me, I think Antichrist Superstar, someone lent me one of his albums, and my sister narked on me at the dinner table and said, you know, he's a Satan worshiper in front of my dad, and my dad goes, you bring any of those CDs in the house, I'll break them in half. And I was like, all right. And then, like, a year later, I got um, the the one where he was, like, ripping off Bowie. What's that one called? Why am I blanking? Mechanical Animals. That's the one. And I listen to it all the time. He didn't break shit. Yeah. <laughs> I followed through on your dad's promise. Empty words, dad. Empty words. I can also <laughs> Jenny confirm. followed through? Well, well, I broke his Methods of Mayhem CD. <laughs> yeah. Someone did eventually break a CD I own in front of me. So, yeah, you you did. You I'm really sorry, did. I shouldn't have done that. It was a important moment in the history <laughs> of the show. Um, I can also confirm I did get Golden Age of the Grotesque day it came out, and the lyrics are wacky. Kelly, K. Fresh, Frazier. I think, actually, Jekyll Brothers aged well from a production standpoint. It still sounds fresh. I see what you did there, Kelly K. Fresh. All right. Uh, Chris Keltica says, just finished listening. It's just two guys having fun. This is a quote from the show. It's just two guys having fun. Far be it for me to take it away from those guys and their fans. It's fine. Yep, not for me, but boy, oh boy, respect their work ethic. Respect for their fans and how they treat each other is a much appreciated take. Better than listener Garrett Fuller bullying me my whole life because of it. What a jerk. Garrett Fuller came in, responded to Chris, and said, I respect their work ethic, but dressing up as a clown who's insane and then rapping songs? No. Wow. Garrett Fuller still doesn't like it. Still doesn't like it. Duke Cannon said, so this album I hold very close to my little black heart. This was my first ICP album, and I bought it alongside Korn's Follow the Leader and Slipknot's self-titled album. I felt so edgy walking out of that store, and as soon as I popped this album in, I was hooked. It was dark, hilarious, and gave me an outlet to feed with me, uh, to feed with my, uh, I'm sorry, feed with my odd humor and crazy attitude. I soon started going to all the shows, painted my face, buying every single thing Psychopathic Records released, considered myself a juggalo, and even wore that hatchet man everywhere I went. It was fun. They put on the best live show I've ever seen, and for a while, it did feel like I was part of something much bigger. The Juggalo community. And as soon I soon figured out that these aren't my people and it was all just a phase, but goddamn was it a good time. I am a fan, always will be, but there's a time and a place for ICP, and you better believe I throw them on when I need it. Someday I hope they get the true recognition they deserve for the accomplishment they pulled off in the music industry. No one has done what they have been able to do starting from scratch. Hate them or love them. They earned a spot in the history books of music. Thanks for the episode, guys. Uh greed. Over mm-hmm. on Twitter, Cardi D. Uh, says, my nuts feel personally attacked. Thanks, Roach Coach. <laughs> Protect your nuts. No problem. Yep. Uh, AC said, uh, he posted a picture of Michelle Obama doing a side-eye, the side-eye meme, and said, how I imagine Jenny Bloomer while listening to this album. Jenny? Um, I've given that face a lot harder to a lot of other albums we listen to. <laughs> I uh, can concur with that, yeah. But... You're not entirely wrong. Uh, Shmeev says, my Jugabro, and then he tags his friend, got this for me a while ago. And while it's not my favorite of their work, I'm glad it still has that little slice that reveals their inherent class consciousness as some poor kids from Detroit who ran with gangs right next to the goofy clown shit. 
Thank you, Shmeev. Uh, uh, Glee OK, the, the Hunan Beef Box on Twitter, said, Glad that late night ICP MTV special got a shout out. That was an especially big deal at my high school as the shady tattoo place down the street got prominently featured. They were otherwise only famous for giving Hanson tattoos to underage girls. Hey. Wow. You take that fame where you can get it. That's right. Uh, Box Boron says, if Necromaster ever comes to the UK, I'm going sli- I'm gonna slice him up with his own magic charms. Great app, though. My mate Kev loved ICP. I think it's shit. Really, really shit. It's time for, <laughs> time for Mooters, surely. It send sucks that you haven't done it yet. Roach Rider for life. Look, I am ready to return to Rammstein. Yeah, I mean, that means you get to look at Till for a week. So Look, I'm merely a woman. <laughs> yeah. I don't and know he's... what he's going to do. It's going to make me feel weird. Yeah, he's got, I mean, that's the thing, because you see Till, and you're just like, good looking guy. What's he doing? What's he doing with that box? Oh, no. Why is he shoving Flake in that box? Oh, no. He's setting Flake on fire, and so on and so forth. Thank you so much for writing in, tweeting, Facebook, Twitter, all that Please say hello on all those social media platforms and also send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Big, big ups. Sure. Uh, to Jeffrey Thomas. He was uh, the winner of the ICP jersey, of which we are waiting for the ICP store, which got <laughs> ravaged by the holiday season oh, man. Uh, to restock. But um, um, put it out there as another thing that we have to do. Yeah. Well, you know mm. what? Think of the holiday season. Got juggalos and juggalettes with their lists. And what does it say? I want a jersey. I want some Fago. I want another jersey. That store, sometimes they just can't handle the handle the influx of of orders. It's hockey season too. And that's true. And believe you me, you will get a Charles Mansion uh Necromaster <laughs> combo song. I can't wait. Sometime sometime in twenty nineteen. All right. Very well, nice. there we go. Something Probably at a point to. where you just don't want it anymore and oh. could care less. That's when. That's I'd the best time. That's right. Yeah, I wanna. Yeah, I wanna wake up and be surprised by it. Absolutely. The album of the week, you guys. Doubt the dosage by Addiction, aka Addiction Crew. Jenny, when did this album come out? Great question. Uh, the internet, not useful. I feel like what I, I feel like. How did people ever figure anything out? How did I figure anything out before the internet? I was it solidly into my teens when I started using the internet. This shit mm. is not an Encarta. No. I think this came out in 2001, but you can find things that say it came out in 2003. You can find anything that uh, suggested it might have come out in 1998. We're going to go with 2001. 2001. The date? Um, yeah. Who fucking knows? We don't know. This could be... This could be a come down record. This could be a thick of it record. Feels like a thick of it record. I it to get does. Too ahead of things. It does, yeah. Um, and we also do not have a producer. We do not know who the producer was on this record. To attempt to uh, obtain a physical copy, there's nothing on eBay, on Amazon. All I could find was like a link through some shady dude through um, Disco- uh, Discogs. Who was selling it for like twenty bucks plus twenty bucks shipping, and I was like, mm, "No, I don't think so." So we do have the is this the Italian Wikipedia in front of us here? Uh, the Metal Italia. Yeah. 
Uh, oh no no the the Wikipedia page that that has the very you know at least has like the band members and stuff. Oh yeah, I think yeah. so. I think that's what it is. Yeah, so they this are list, yeah. Italian. Yes, so they're they're an Italian band. Um, I think we can all say none of us have ever heard of this band. Um, I Matt? have not. No. C- correct. Okay, so we're all coming into this real, uh, real seat of our pants. We don't know a thing. Um, the genre tag on Wikipedia Italiano is new metal. Uh, Jenny, who's in addiction on this album? We have uh, Yuri Bianchi on vocals, Andrea Zanetti on bass, Alex Albero Alber- Alberani on drums and other grooves, and Alex Guadagnoli on yeah. vocals and guitar. I'm going to say, and I'm going to say this wrong, mi dispiace. <laughs> I think that means I'm sorry in Italian. That's pretty much all I said in Italy because I couldn't speak any of it. Um, <laughs> so, I, I it. yeah, I don't know. Uh, but that's uh, who's in the band on this one. Yes. Um, this was put out by the label Silly Productions in an attempt to find some album art. We basically just have the album cover, which is a... Uh, the bottom half of the picture is uh, a woman's face with a pierced lip. And I think the top is like a bunch of knobs on like a guitar or something like that or a mixing board. Is that what that looks like to you, Jenny? Um, yeah. Okay. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. And if you go into YouTube, you can find uh, some just songs ripped and they have a picture the picture they have for it is the back of the CD, which just shows the band all sort of relaxing, but you cannot make out any of the pertinent details, mainly who produced this record. So if you know, please, please let us know who produced this record. And I guess we should say a little bit about Addiction Crew and or Addiction, aka Addiction Crew. They became Addiction Crew on their next record after this one, which was called Break in Life, came out in 2004. And they added a female singer, Marta Innocenti. Does that sound right? Mm-hmm. And they sort of are still doing like a bit of a new metal sound, but with this, as you put it, Jenny, with this hot chick. Well, that, that didn't come directly from me. So they eventually did get signed to Earache Records. And um, there is a, a blog called Ask Earache where you can just say like, what the fuck was this about? So somebody asked why they signed addiction crew to earache. And they were just saying that at the time that they signed them, uh, there was some like new metal popularity. Um, they had like actual metal cred from when they were just called addiction because they toured with either Soulfly or definitely Soulfly. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, then they wound up signing the, uh, them with the female, like, the, the front woman and in the article they were like with her like great looks or something like that <laughs> and i was like oh i see so they just thought it would be marketable basically but that didn't last very long um it's funny i went and listened to a couple of the songs with her and it really gave me this sort of like extremely heavy avril lavigne that was mm. the vibe i got from it like her vocals are very clean they're very polished and nice but then all around her is new metal crunch 
and then she's over there basically doing like complicated or something like that. It's just very is it the sound was immediately strange to my ears. It was like, oh, these two these two tastes do not go together. It was very weird. But they are they they've put out two records with her, uh, one in 2004, one in 2008, and according to their Facebook, they are still active. Um so I guess if you're over there in Italy or Bulgaria, you might be able to go see yourself in addiction to a cruise show. Um and I know they've traded out a couple other guys from the band, so it's not everybody from this lineup. Um, I think that's everything we got to say about this record. Yeah. I think it's time to dive into these songs. All right. The first song is called Doubt the Dosage. <laughs> story put this on in my car for my first listen that drop happened and i went oh my fucking god what do we have here (laughs) this is this is what i want you know that little moody weird intro where a guy and i mean it sounds like he's doing like a like it reminds me of till from rammstein a little bit and he's just saying the days of the week really creepily monday into tuesday i'm like okay all (laughs) right he's helping us through our days of the week he is and then you get to that drop and it fucking goes there jenny thoughts on download uh i had a pretty similar reaction when i first heard this i was like thank you yes right this is exactly this is the formula this is Mm. what i want to hear thank you this might be like the McDonald's new metal, but it whatever. Like sometimes yeah. I just want some fucking nugs. Uh, yeah. A lot of times that's all I want is chicken Give me them nuggets. nugs. Yeah. So uh, I liked it a lot. Um, 
I have to say, yeah. you, Lauren, you sent me an email that made me feel kind of bad about myself. Why? 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 <laughs> because so. Lauren sent me an email that was the video for this song, and he said, "Please just take a few minutes for this." <laughs> Which was like, I'm like, oh, I should just watch the videos. I know you want me to. You asked me, I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll watch them, and then I forget. I watched this one. Um, I watched this one standing at an open area of my office today, not <laughs> thinking about the fact that people are going to walk by and see it. <laughs> this video is so intense. It's one of my favorite new metal videos that I've ever seen. Really? I swear to God. I love it so much because it's doing a lot of things that a lot of other bands have tried to do. Uh, in regards to we're going to be aggressive as fuck. We're going to be new metal as fuck. We're also going to have a lot of hot girls dancing to our songs, getting into the groove. But a lot of the time, I always think back to that Cold video where it's like, none of these people listen to Cold. These people don't care about Cold. But in this video, I'm like, these are all these guys are all here for addiction. What's an addiction fan called? An Addy? Sure. Sure. Yeah. An addict? Uh, Oh, that's it. Um, yeah, Matt, thoughts on download, dude? That it's one of those rare gems that you hear it, and it's like completely foreign, but completely familiar. Like they're they're doing everything that you want them to do, but it's strange that you never heard them before right and it's like boy they really love corn <laughs> yeah <laughs> but all the good parts of corn yeah None of, yeah yeah but they have like ridiculous childlike lyrics and then uh but then they drop the hammer and it it kind of works this song is dumb yeah, yeah. and yeah. in the video uh, yeah the the vocalist, the main vocalist, looks mm. like a guy I went out on a few dates with, and it freaked me out. But <laughs> you he, might have dated the lead singer. You might have dated Yuri. I don't think I did. Uh, he unless he is uh, somebody who does like running stilts and has a <laughs> jar full of vintage speculums in his house. A person who he actually was an incredibly nice, courteous, smart, interesting person. I just couldn't get past the wackiness. Uh, but anyway, that tripped me up. And then the other vocalist has pink dreads and just look, everybody is like their foreheads down and they're looking up at the camera. And the other vocalist is the person just going, hi, hi, hi. And it, I can't, I can't overstate how weird it is. Uh, this is a dumb song. But it's beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah, I mean, d d the video also has a part that I really, really loved where Yuri, um, right before they go into the drop one more time, does the come at me, bro hands. Oh, yes, that was and a I great went, part. He's oh, yeah, he does this, full, and I said, come on, come there on. it is, top five, dead or alive, put him on the list with I, this one. I was just standing there, I'm like, I, I can't. You're in a video. <laughs> I'm outside of it. Like, You're in a video I... from 2001. I'd like to, 
I can't. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. So, yeah. And the, uh, we also got to mention the dread action in this video. The drummer, he's got some crazy black and blonde dreads whipping around. The bassist, bald as a baby. These guys look the part 110%. I think we're ready for the next song. Yeah. All right. Up next, we've got Cold. Isn't it? Yeah. It's, I love the chug. I love the drop. I love that they're doing everything that they can with the English language. Yeah, I, I'm going to guess that they're not native English speakers. They're Italian, right? These guys. They're Italian. Yeah. They are. They're Italian. So they're giving it their, 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 their college best on this. And here's the thing, though. When a hell of a lot better than our Italian. That's true. Oh, be despache. <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting. Uh, I mean, Mamma Mia, that's all I got. That's Italian, right? <laughs> um, excuse. Excuse. Uh, this is the thing. When it rolls into that drop and he drops his voice and he goes, fucking mess. I'm like, you guys got it. You figured it out. You cracked the code. And I love you for it. I don't even care about these weird Linkin Parky verses because they pull it off in the chorus. I agree. 100%. Once again, these guys, we're rolling in. We're on track three. And already it's just like, how we're addiction. How may we serve you with crunchy riffs and new metal drops? You know what? It's early. The boys did it again. All right. Wow. On track three, <laughs> the boys done it again. All right. Up next, we've got dosage.
I love it. He's crawling across the floor. Sounds like Jalo music. Yes. Yep. Which would add up. It's Italian. So I gotta point out, I gotta point out that he says dosage. He does not say dosage. He says dosage. And that's fine. Because once again, I love it. I mean, you got those creepy synths. And we just did Pitch Shifter last episode. And a big complaint for that record was these intros. They take too long. They drop that creepy on you. And then they're like, all right, that's done. Here's a crunchy drop. And you're like, thank you. Thank you, addiction. Yeah, I I have little to no use for these verses, but these choruses are bringing me life. <sighs> these boys. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And I am curious. I don't know if I'm just like lumping the very small amount that I know about Italian culture into <laughs> one thing, but I do wonder if like the 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 creepy synths is like, somehow like a nod to like the music that you'd see in like a Dario Argento movie or something like that. Maybe. I feel like it's gotta be. I feel like it's gotta be. Maybe. Yeah. Let's just give it to him. Sure. Yeah. You like yeah. Goblin. I like Goblin. We're good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Up next, we've got Broke. <laughs> I can make that happen for you, my friend. I'm not mad at that. No. If anything, I'm the opposite of mad. I'm happy. Oh, I thought I was going to be glad. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, that that makes more sense. Uh, Jenny. 
thoughts on broke. I love it. And I knew that I was bought in when we got into like the and I was just like, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Go ahead. The riffs are so monstrous. They hit so hard. They never let up. Matt Nas, I know you. Here's the thing. Jenny and I have been watching you like a hawk on every single one of these songs because we know you're just going to be going crazy because you didn't you didn't you didn't see this coming. I did not see this coming. And this is working for me, even though sometimes at the beginning of the songs, I'm like, oh, no. They pull me out and I don't know what it is that carries the day for the band. I think it's their riffs in the choruses. Mm hmm. I think yeah. I think that's what pulls them through. Like they do they this band is doing a bunch of stuff we have made fun of. Yeah. They got bloopy boys all over the place. Yep. They've got weird semi butt dives that they pull out at the last minute. They they pull the pants up. Yeah, that's right. It's just a flash of crack. It's a flash crack, of the crack. Crack flash. <laughs> They give us a flash of crack, and then they're back to it, back rocking hard again. I, I, I'm flabbergasted. I don't know what to do. <laughs> my boys, <laughs> my Italian friends here, are giving me the real what for. That that broke bit where he's like, broke. I'm just like, this is what I'm talking about. Why did it take a bunch of boys from Italy to figure this out? It seems pretty cut and dry. I mean, <laughs> I hate to like break it to you, but uh-huh. Italy's a pretty impressive place with a long and storied history. You're true. You're right. You're, you know what? You're right. It's I take it back. Like if anybody's going to figure anything the out in Italy, what about these dumb dumbs <laughs> yeah. from Italy. These what motherfuckers. They, what do they ever bring to us? You're right. This is the thing. What's what? Let's track it. Let's track the history of art. Michelangelo, Leonardo. Addiction crew. Right. Like, why did it take some Italians to figure out? I take it back. I apologize. <laughs> oh man. These dum dums. I, I, I think I what I meant, if I may clarify, <laughs> was that it seems uh these guys don't seem to be coming from the same scene that all these other bands we do on the show. You know, these guys are, this is the thing. That's the problem they ran into. Nobody knew how to market these guys. No one knew what to do with these guys. It's like, how were they this jewel that no one knew what to do with when it's like, get this record to Jerry Roadrunner. Can you imagine? Yeah. Getting this record to Jerry Roadrunner. I think it would have done very well. Give this band an opening spot on the Hybrid Theory Tour. It's over. Forget it. Forget it. Because that's who they really fit in with, like the best, yeah. in my mind. Like they're not, they're not going to go on tour with Limp Bizkit or Corn. No, too similar. They need our boys in Lincoln Park. Jenny, you seem uh, like you're debating this. I, don't, I guess I just like this so much more than I like Lincoln Park that it's. I'm. I'm going to listen for it. Well. The Bloopy Boys, the hooks. Yeah. These songs have hooks mm-hmm. because they pull me out of verses that I didn't want to be in. <laughs> <laughs> They're there to save you. They And they do. They carry the day. The riffs, 
the riffs bring it back. All right, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to hear more. All right, up next, dust in the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny pantomime pulling pants down and then pulling them right back up. <laughs> Just a flash of crack. Matt, if you can go to 240. 240, the man says. You know what the other thing is? This record's fun. It's very fun. It's super fun. It's very fun and it sounds huge. Yes. This thing sounds... That's the thing. Like, who produced this thing? I feel like, you know, there's some... If they self-produced this... Then they're geniuses. I'm throwing it out there. You're putting them on the list. (laughs) I'm putting them on the list. Holy boy. Silly productions you've done so well. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, to go to my notes, I wrote another crusher, more beeps and boops, and some decaying synth sound that I was very interested in hearing. I like that a lot. You got a sort of JD meets Chester vocal. Seems to be about cocaine. That was my guest. My guest. My guest. The pre-chorus, per my notes, is Murder. And, guys, we're at the halfway point, and these guys are on fire. Jenny, thoughts on Dust in the Tunnel? I love it. I love this record. I think it sounds huge. I think it's very fun. Um, It is a good example of... it, It doesn't... I guess it doesn't sound disjointed. All of these, like, little, like, flashes of butt. uh, All of the different elements that they're pulling together... It it's it seems cohesive to me. Maybe not cohesive, but it doesn't I don't they feel d- like maybe it's that they don't dwell in things that don't work. <laughs> yeah. I just I feel like it works. It it seems like they're just like, yeah, this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And they seem to know it a hundred percent. And yeah, nothing feels hesitant on this record. Mm at all which would speak to what you said about it being cohesive like if you don't hesitate then everything feels like it's supposed to be there yeah yeah 
there was no interband debate on do we put some BB Boys on this song. Everyone was like, yeah, put the BB Boys on the song. Beep, We're beep. addiction. Yeah. All right. Up next, we have such a shame. Such a shame to believe in a scheme of life on every face. That's a change. Until I'm finally left with a name. Tell me to relax. I do share. Maybe I don't know if I should change. I'm feeling that we share. It's a shame. Trust me on this right. Trust me on this right. Me, the outside. Such a shame. I see the Lincoln Park now. (laughs) (laughs) Jenny, if you could please remember him with rage. I'll try. Okay. Um, I love how it starts off like it's trying to be uh, Depeche Mode. And then they're like, hold on. We're addiction. It's time to do a new metal job. (laughs) For a second, I was getting that Rammstein. I was feeling that. A little bit, too. Yeah, where's our boy Till? Where mm. is Till? Searching, <laughs> desperately seeking Till. <laughs> oh, me! I'm just piercing my cheeks so I can put LED lights in my mouth. I forgot about that. Till, Aww. Till, you maniac! <laughs> you maniac! Uh, um, Jenny, what'd you think of such a shame? Uh, I I did like it. It was not one of my favorite tracks on the album, which probably isn't too much of a shock. Too Lincoln Parky for me, but uh, I still thought it was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed the fact that he was doing like one guy's doing a Jonathan Davis impression and the other guy's doing a Till impression, and who knew that these two? I mean, let's get that Romstein corn duet going. You know, let's make it happen. Matt Nas, this is a uh, this one didn't work for me as well. But then they get to the chorus, and I'm like. I forgive you guys. It's okay. <laughs> you can't stay mad at these guys. I mean, they tell you to remember them with rage, but I'm going to be honest, tough to do. Yeah. Tough to do. I like them so much. Mm-hmm. I think they're a bunch of good guys. Good guys. <laughs> bunch Fucking of good guys. Weird. Bunch of good guys. <laughs> we can't oh. find anything about them. They're probably all horrifying maniacs. <laughs> exactly. We like find out that they're, guys. they're murderers. Yeah. Like, yeah. They ate a bus full of school children. Oh, yeah. Whole bus. <laughs> they ate a bus of orphans. Yeah. Yep. No one's going to miss you. <laughs> Remember me with rage. Nom, 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 nom. And they never even sent me to scotch. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> All right. Up next, we've got a song called Inside, and it is featuring our boy, Igor Cavalera. Get the 
go to 149. That's when the drop happens. Okay, because this is a real canyon jam. Yep. melting pot <laughs> it truly is it's the we are the world of <laughs> <laughs> uh, that doesn't uh, make sense but i'd no. like to see a new metal we are the world <laughs> <laughs> i feel like straight up straight up is as close as we're ever gonna get yeah yeah, yeah. uh Renault, jenny thoughts on inside this was uh it's also called endoku yaku i guess i could have said that too but uh i like it it was all over the place i thought the drop was incredible yeah uh once we got into the lincoln park corn incubus situation i i really that might be maybe the only part of the album that i truly did not like Mm. uh that vocal was i was not there for that but at this point i'm in yeah on the ride yeah i would can you imagine seeing that no i can't because i think my brain would blow out of the back of my head i would go oh my god they did it our boys have done <laughs> our it boys again, did it again. <laughs> that's that's how i sound whenever i go out in public for show. <laughs> <laughs> lauren what do you think i noticed right away that it, it appears to be sung in most likely italian definitely not um not english on this track i love the drop the drop is killer i mean just w- another pristine new metal drop the vocal is very heartfelt on this song like on a lot of the other ones it feels like they're just going for sort of new metal menace but this one seems to be i mean i don't know what this could be about i mean i feel like whenever you get a cavalera involved a lot of the time we're singing about someone who's passed away when that drop hits which i did not expect i honestly thought listening to this song the first time i'm like there's no drop on this is this will be their little acoustic number and then they're like no no no, we got a hot drop for you we're not fucking around so yeah i was uh, i enjoyed this one and it does end with 25 seconds of silence, which is also lends to my theory that it is some sort of in memoriam track. So Endoku Yaku is Japanese and it it translates to some sort of like smoke pollution, some kind of pollution or poisoning. And then misfortune, bad luck, debate to grill approximately about. Some, apparently, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not. If anybody knows what Endoku Yaku means. Let us know. Well, up uh, inside, a poison inside. The album is apparently about drugs. Okay. And maybe, it, yeah, someone poisoning themselves on the inside with drugs. Don't do them. Well, perhaps it is smoke because the next song is called Exhale. Woo! Hell's on fire!
listen to that bass. Naz, thoughts on exhale? I think I think our boy's done it again. <laughs> there you, can I read from my notes real quick? Um, I wrote these guys are really fucking new metal. That's true. <laughs> That's a good note. That was a great note. I was very happy with that one. <laughs> great note. All right. Um, I want to point out they have a weird vocal effect on this one, like they're talking through an intercom. Um, which I thought was interesting. And I really was trying when I listened to this album to make out some of the lyrics. And I got that, I feel so high. And then he says, and you feel high on, and then I could not make it out. So I wrote in my notes, something. I don't know if it was pills or something else, but I could not make out the words. But yeah, we're just fitting with the drug theme of the whole album. But yeah, they crushed it. All right. Up next, we've got Dead Weight. Tell you better days have to come by now Cause I would have made dangerous search from within your shell I just figure out something like a bag To back and solid need to get, get, get away Something more in my mind I should stop thinking him that way Something makes me want Pray that you kill yourself Kill yourself Kill yourself So, this is my way. Would you believe it? Fly Oh, I wanted to drop Oh, there. no, no. Wait, wait it out. It's time For everything to come So I'm going to need Corn to go check the locks on their riff box because they have been robbed. <laughs> and the top of the song sounded exactly like a head PE song. Yes. And I can't remember which one it is, but it's 
It sounds so much the same. I mean, a lot of head PE songs just start with Jara just, you know, going off the dome. And That's then eventually true. a riff comes in. So I feel like it sounds like a lot of head PE songs. <laughs> I think we all know our favorite lyric, if I may recite it again, just so no one misses it. Kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean kill yourself? Kill yourself. Perfect. Kill yourself. Why not? Kill Boy said it again. Keel haul yourself. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like keel haul. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Uh, how respectful of our time is this record? Oh, Matt, this album comes in at 44 minutes and 39 seconds. That's so respectful. Very respectful. Very respectful. All right. Here we go. <laughs> you know what there this is. It's time for a celebration. This song, you guys. I wrote in my notes, get the fuck up. Let's fucking go. New metal baby. Yes. With four S's. <laughs> this is track 11. Yeah. Track 11. Fucking murder. Get the police on the phone. <laughs> Can you believe? Is he Jenny. saying last Christmas? I thought he was. <laughs> I hope he is. I mean, it's a celebration. Jenny, what do you think of celebration? Loved it. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. I could see a good circle pit going to that. That's exactly what I thought, too. Yeah. That circle pit. The circle going pit's there. going. Get the pit. You're celebrating going. last Christmas. It's a great time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bring your bubble up. Donata. <laughs> Eat your cap of goal. I've been watching the Sopranos. <laughs> Capagol. Uh, hey, isn't the son on The Sopranos a big new metal fan? Yes. Slipknot yes, shoes, right? I've been living for Anthony's wardrobe. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I'm glad Lots that new of metal, Cold Chamber stuff. Uh, I'm glad that new metal is so heavily represented on one of the greatest television shows of all time. That's great. It's Qu- there. Quick cue. Yeah. Yeah. Do we just ignore his voice on the verses because he makes up for it so well in the, in the choruses? Uh, for me... Yeah, pretty much. Okay. It's not good. 
It isn't good. I need to get that out loud, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, it's, here's the thing. It's, it's sort of like um, you know a guy and he's got the hookup in whatever you need a hookup on. <laughs> but he's, you know, weird. I just need a copy breath. of the movie. I got the hookup. Yeah, he's, exactly. He's he, got that. He's got a hookup. But there's just something like maybe he just talks a little too much or he's got, you know, kind of bad breath or, you know, doesn't wear deodorant all the time. But otherwise, he comes through for you. That's my feeling on a not a lot of, but some of the vocals on this album. I'm like, eh, this vocal's a little weird, but everything else around it is golden. These riffs, I mean, he's doing these just chunking, slamming riffs on track 11. Take notes, other new metal bands. The boys did it again. The boys did it again. All right, we're on our last track. It's called Today. Here we go. Rain in this life, fucking harder. Rain in this life, fucking harder. We're going to Ibiza. <laughs> Yay! What a dance party. Taking you out on a dance track. Very Rammstein, very Depeche Mode. And it's once again, the trick that these guys pull. They've had little bits of this on every song on the album. So when they drop this at the end, this does not feel like a left turn. This does not feel, it feels of a piece. It works. And it sends you out, bopping your head, doing a little dig, jig. Dancing around. Yeah. Great. Jenny? Great. Loved it. Didn't at this point I was just like, they could have done almost anything there. I would have been like, cool, thank you. Love it. Love it. Perfect. Matt? It's fun. It's a fun track. I I wasn't expecting a uh, a disco duck to take us out. <laughs> but uh but quack quack, motherfuckers. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. All right. Well. 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 Cannon talk. Talk about the cannon. All right. Jenny, you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. I loved this record. I thought it was great. I thought it gave me everything I wanted from a new metal record. It was fun. It sounded huge. The drops were great. The riffs were great. I want to put it in the cannon. Top to bottom. Mm. Love it. Italian new metal, welcome. But then I think, is this 
absolutely necessary that someone should hear this? Does this, uh, does this, I, I don't know. Like, is it just that I like it so much that it goes in there? Or does it certainly belong in the canon? Lauren, what do you think? I'll go to my notes. I wrote, this is a hot record. Lots of great new metal riffing that basically never lets up. It's derivative, but not in a bad way because it goes harder than some of the bands that they pull from. And it's interesting to hear just sort of like a, new, a European take on new metal. I could put the whole thing in easily. If not the whole thing, I've put Celebration Download Dust in the Tunnel, but I'm thinking of like, no, you got to put Dosage in. You got to put Cold in. You got to put Broke in. So then, because my thing is, we're looking for records that. I mean, this is a surprise album. Did not expect this to be as good as it was. And it's better than a lot of, like I said, it's better than a lot of people that it's lifting from. They're taking what other people did and making it better. And I think if you're getting into new metal and you want to hear something, like if you're the type of person who's like, (sighs) Lincoln Park, a little too soft, you know, know, some of these bands, you know, but it's like, okay, check out addiction aka addiction crew these guys trapping some giant because here's the thing i want i feel like this made me think about what i want from a new metal record 100 and whatever 30 episodes we're in now i feel like big monster riffs are so important and i feel like that gets ignored a lot of the time and these guys showed up with 10 of them you know it's yeah it's amazing so i i would say put the whole thing in matt nas all right so i had a feeling that we were heading this way as as we as we were listening to it and i was like way in line with what jenny just said is this going in because we were wooed by italian new metal that we were delighted to hear another country's take on it. Um, it's the first album that we've had in a very long time that wasn't Chocolate Starfish to actually be perfectly new metal in ways. Mm-hmm. Like giving us those things that we want. Cribbing from the masters. Cribbing from Corn, Cribbing from Linkin Park. Cribbing from <laughs> Incubus. Although, I mean, we haven't put anything from Incubus in. But To put it in whole cloth, to me, doesn't feel wrong, but at the same time, doesn't feel 100% right. I feel like it's a record that might need a caveat. It might need a little... If if Disturbed is new metal at its most cartoonish. cartoonish, what is this record? Because it's hard for me to take this record... And be like, it's Roots, and then it's Addiction Crew. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's that's where I'm coming from in my head. I think is it essential? I think it's just a lot of fun, and in that way, new metal was fun at times. So it is essential in that aspect. But it's not like, oh my god, holy shit, this is the album that changed everything. Well, we know it didn't change everything. It's sort of like a lost, I mean... It's a lost lost classic. Lost classic. 
I feel I feel putting it in makes sense also because it's it's a fun front to back record that does everything that you want new metal to do. And it's so rare. I mean, we're we're kind of in the weeds now in a lot of these albums a lot of the time and so I didn't think we'd find something this heavy this late in the game that I hadn't already heard of. This this reignited put a skip in my step. I was like, "Okay, who I knows agree. what else we got out there?" I agree with that. I think I was sold on putting it in the canon when you said it does crib from other things, but it does it better. Yeah. And heavier. I agree that there should be some sort of a caveat putting it in. Um, but I think it is like Italian hidden gem. Mm hmm. Me and Despache. <laughs> yes. Pasta for sure. Uh, all right. So. We're putting it in. Put it in. Put it in. There you go. <laughs> Addiction. Doubt the dosage in the canon. Welcome. And that just brings us to the end of our Welcome. episode. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, get caught up on all them old apps over at roachcoach.com and maybe even get yourself a sweet Roach Coach tea over there on roachcoach.com. Hello. Until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Why? Why?